friends and welcome to the secret podcast at service of change where we challenge reality question at which we've been taught in hopes of inspiring a new direction of thought to bring about change i'm your host dennis nappy the second with service of change where you can read my book for free just by going to serviceofchange.com slash i am human and enter your email address you'll also be subscribed to get the weekly free seeker newsletter lots of good stuff going in there really been working hard on communicating with uh, my listeners and stuff. Uh, this tonight's show, I, I want to talk about uh, some personal experiences I've had uh, over the past week uh, involving a possible out-of-body uh, experience and also a recent uh, Reiki session that uh, you know that I received, um, and, and some pretty neat stuff came out of that. So I'm going to uh, get a little bit personal tonight, talking about those experiences because what's one of my goals of the show? to bring these types of subjects to the forefront and uh, make them more comfortable and common. So I will uh, brave the embarrassment and the taunting that may or may not be out there and share uh, my thoughts on these experiences. Before I do that, a few admin pieces here. Don't forget, if you haven't done so already, go to facebook.com slash truthseeker, T-R-U-T-H-S-E-I-K-E-R. Lots of uh, good stuff that's constantly up there on the feed. Uh, I, this week I put so many uh, interesting articles, uh, a lot of you know stuff from the show, and also a lot of articles that are just uh, you know floating out there in in the Facebook land, social media land, um, that I can't always get to on the show, but. Um, if you enjoy the content of the show, you'll enjoy the feed. I want to say thank you to everybody out there who has uh, supported my my call for assistance. Facebook's only showing my postings to uh, sometimes one or two people, uh, which is very frustrating because I put a lot of hard work into uh, into this show. So just by liking it, just by commenting it, and the best thing you can do really for the show is to just hit that share button. So if you're listening to this show, on uh, you know, please take a moment and just share it for me each week. Um, that really makes a difference in, uh, in getting the word out there because all I'm trying to do is, sh- is share information because I think that this is important and, uh, you know, people need to need to know this stuff. That's, that's my drive. That's what keeps me going. So, all right, I'll stop begging for, uh, for that type of stuff right now, but, uh, check it out. Facebook.com slash truth seeker, T R U T H S E I K E R. Want to uh, talk about some of the things that came across my feed, you know, the news this week. 
that I find uh, relevant and interesting to the things we cover on this show. The first one comes to us from Coast to Coast AM on September 18th. Uh, It's called The Winged Humanoid is Revealed to be a Hoax, if you remember that. Uh, images floating around about this little winged humanoid they were saying was some type of alien or goblin or something. The alleged winged humanoid discovered in Mexico, which made headlines earlier this summer, has been revealed to be a hoax. In an inter- interview with Skywatch TV over the weekend, author and researcher L.A. Marzuli detailed how his team managed to bring the specimen from Mexico to the United States for further testing by veterinarians. During the testing, he said the humanoid underwent extensive testing by the experts where initially, quote, everyone in the room at this point believes that the creature is real. However, two hours after the entity had been removed from the liquid solution that once contained it, the creature began to dry up and shrink. It is at that point, Marzulli said, we began to see things that shouldn't be there as the skin of the creature begins to evaporate. Specifically, he spotted a puzzling piece of the, quote, creature that featured an anomalous blue substance to it. Asking the veterinarian what the object was, he replied, that looks like a matchstick or a toothpick, and that's glue on the end of it. The article goes on to explain, uh, you know, more about this fake humanoid winged creature. Very frustrating. I was hoping that was going to be our smoking gun, something real, something else, a new discovery, a new humanoid species. Uh, what, what scares me about that is, you know, something like this will be used to discredit future discoveries, and that's what's frustrating. So I know some people may want their, their fame or to play their hoax, but you're really making it more difficult for all of us truth seekers out there to try to find you know uh, answers and, and kind of uh, explore this this world we live in and find that truth so that's disappointing to me uh, some positive news here uh, NPR has an article from September 15th teen creates apps so bullied kids never have to eat alone you can find links to this and to the uh, you know the previous article every article I'm going to talk about today in the show notes at serviceofchange.com for this show but basically what this uh, what this talks about is a, a student uh, created a, a phone app where kids who are victims of bullying can you know can use that app to find other kids uh, to sit with which I think is a fantastic fantastic thing. That's some positivity there. We need to see more sense of community like that in this world. So that that's definitely inspiring to me. Uh, moving along from uh, openminds.tv, we have a cylinder UFO videotaped over a small New York town. The video's up. Go to serviceofchange.com. You can check that out. Uh, in summary, from September 20th, a New York witness between Florida and Goshi reported watching uh watching and videotaping a cylinder-shaped UFO where the entire object was lit, according to testimony in case 79187 from the Mutual UFO Network Witness Reporting Database. So you can check that one out as well. Let me know what your thoughts are on it. Uh, Let's see, anything else that I want to go into? Obviously, we're uh, watching the, the news and the cities and the subways and public transportation very carefully because we've had several terrorist attacks in uh, in one single day. It's very frustrating. Very, It can be scary. Um, you know, what I'm going to say about that, you know, we had a shooting, we had a stabbing, we had two bombings all in one day. Obviously, always be prepared. Have your head on the swivel. Know your surroundings. Uh, you know, whenever you can, carry some type of uh, you know 
bug out bag emergency kit. You don't need a 75 pound rucksack. It can be something as small as a fanny pack or just a regular old backpack. But be prepared. Um, you know, I'll do another show on that again. I, I tend to cover that from time to time. But we have to stop letting that be such a total distraction for us as well. And uh, this stuff, I think, is constantly flooding us with the fear because it is that fear that represses us is that fear that holds us back from doing things and pursuing the things that we need to be pursuing right now so uh, that's all I'm going to say in regards to that Uh, fortunately nobody was uh, seriously injured or killed from what I understand and the one suspect from the Jersey and New York um, bombings is now in custody I hope that we can all learn to better get along and um you know, we can put a stop to this type of stuff, which I don't think will be through violence, in all honesty. So moving on, uh, I wanted to share some personal experiences that I had over the past week. Um, Again, in the spirit of just trying to make these conversations more common, because I think it's important to acknowledge that this is a part of the human condition. So uh, you guys may or may not know, uh, I want to say about a year and a half ago, uh, I received a Reiki attunement, a Reiki attunement. Um, and if you don't know what Reiki is, you know you, you see it in a lot of the uh, holistic websites and, 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 and whatnot. And Reiki is, uh, they call it a, a form of Japanese uh, healing touch massage. Um, it's not an actual massage where I'm rubbing on your you know your muscles to try to relax you but it works with with uh, you know energy Reiki is considered uh, you know a life force type of energy the same as uh, as Chi as the Chinese refer to it as or as as prana in uh, you know I believe the yogi practices um, you know your biosphere is as science would call it there's a life force a universal life force energy that runs through everything um so i received my attunement a few you know a year and a half ago and uh the results have been pretty awesome with what i've uh you know opened up into i've always been sensitive but this really kind of uh gave me a new set of tools to work with and what's really cool about it is that the things that I'm learning through using Reiki at the same time I'm coming across in my research for food for the archons where I've you know found research talking about the electromagnetic field that's generated through the heart that is basically a a system of communication that we're constantly transmitting and receiving emotional data on this energetic wavelength that comes out of our hearts you know and our brain is is reading it as well so that ties into the reiki energy because what i found when i started doing reiki uh number one you know it's it's healing people i'm 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 putting my hands on them you know and there's different positions different parts of the body that you place your hands on people and as i'm doing this all of a sudden i start uh, you know, and I've always seen auras from time to time, but I start seeing auras and different colors on different parts of the body. So, you know, I may see a, a black color on their stomach, and I'll and I'll ask them, hey, "Are you having stomach pain, or is there something going on with your stomach?" Yes, actually, I have irritable bowel, and it's acting up today. You know, oh, I'm seeing 
discoloration, you know, in your chest area, you know, what's going on there? Oh, I, I have pneumonia, you know, things, things of that nature. That's how it's been playing out for me when I, when I give a Reiki session. Um, but the weird thing is, you know, when I close my eyes, as I'm going through these, you know, these sessions with people, I'll have visions. Um, you know, I, I've seen faces of things. I've seen, um, objects and images and they seem so random to me so random that I don't want to say anything but what I've learned in my pursuit of understanding these energies and this psychic connection that we have to everything and everybody is capable of this when I say that everybody is capable of this but what it is is these things are so subtle and so random we easily dismiss them so, uh, for example, the other day, I, uh, you know, I received a Reiki session, and I had my eyes closed, and I, I, again, I started getting visions while I was having this session done to me. And I saw two visions in my head, clearly, as soon as it started. One was a, a pyramid, and the other one was a, a tall, skinny pine tree. And it was a very specific pine tree. It was, it was really, really tall and it was really, really skinny and the branches were very far, you know, spaced apart. So after the session, I said something to, uh, you know, my friend who was, who was giving it to me. I said, look, I saw pyramids and I saw this. And she says, well, I love pyramids. I've been doing a lot of reading on them lately. So, you know, that was that possible connection there. And I said, well, I also saw this tree. And she says, well, I always take a picture every day. You know, this is my favorite spot. I'm always taking pictures with my phone outside this back door here because I love the woods and the nature right there. And I walked out and I looked out that door and there was the exact tree that I saw. So, you know, as random as things seem, by calling them out, I'm now learning to have more confidence in these random images and visions that come in, and I'm now able to better evaluate the significance of those of those visions. Um, you know, and I've seen people's faces and, and things of that nature as well. Um, it's just how the data is coming into me, which is which is really neat because you know, my entire life I've been able to pick up on emotions of people very easily. I can feel what other people feel and you listen to my interview with Jerry Bouse, uh, you know, interview with an empath. Um, that's a really great intro to, to what that is like. You know, I, I've dealt with that my whole life as well, but I don't ever see things until I start doing Reiki. And now I'm having, you know, this, this site, um, you know, as I go through the sessions. So, but one of the things that, that, uh, you know, she picked up on me, which I thought was interesting, and it made a lot of sense to me. She said, uh, you know, I, I noticed, a, she called it another part of myself that wasn't necessarily good for me. She says it, it appeared as a black blob, and she's a very gifted, um, you know, Reiki practitioner. She says it appeared as a black blob, and, uh, you know, she asked it, she said, who are you? And its response to her was, I'm Dennis the Menace, which, uh, you know, she got a kick out of, and I got a kick out of it too. So she went through and, 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 and removed it from me. But then what she started telling me was that this, this, whatever it was, this aspect of me or this, I, I refer to it as a parasite, if you're familiar with all my other work. Um, she says this, 
held me back. It induced a lot of fear and it caused a lot of anxiety in me. Um, you know, being fearful of things, uh, not taking certain chances because, you know, I get too worked up and anxious. And I mean, that describes me to the letter with, with something I deal with significantly. Um, so the fact that she even saw that and called it out and, and tried to remove it, um, you know, it hasn't been that long, so I don't know, uh, you know, what impact that has had on me yet. But it was pretty neat that she uh, identified that. Now, if you're sitting there going, wait, whoa, whoa, aspects of yourself, removing them, like what the hell's going on here, Dennis? Uh, I, I want to refer you to, uh, you know, the Monroe Institute and the, the works of Robert Monroe, um, you know, all of his books, I think his second book, uh, Far Journeys, and his last book, Ultimate Journey, really does a good job of breaking down um, other aspects of yourself. We think that it's just, you know, my thoughts, that's me, that's all that I am, but there's, we're so much more, <coughs> excuse me, we're so much more complex and complicated than we realize. Uh, you know, I, I, I think of it as, we have a lot of different software programs running within our greater uh, consciousness. Some good, some bad, some virus, some parasitic is, uh, you know, I, I think a really great metaphor, uh, if not reality, for what's going on with us and who we are. And again, if that's over the deep end, check out those resources for you because understanding that, I think, gives you a new platform to stand on and look even further down the horizon. Now, it may be tough to wrap our heads around it at first, but again, start with those resources, and once you can kind of assimilate that, you're going to expand it in, in so many different awesome directions as well. So, anyway, after the, after that session, you know, I went home, I was feeling charged up, I was feeling great. Uh, next morning, I wake up, and uh, my son, he looks at me, he goes, Daddy, what's all over my hands? And I look down at him and he's got, you know, all these little bumps and pimples on his hands and on his feet and around his mouth. He ended up with hand, foot, and mouth, which is, you know, uh, it can be scary, it, it, you know, if you don't know what you're dealing with as a, as a parent. But he's had it before. Um, I didn't hit the panic button. Uh, you know you know me, I'm, I'm good with my, my home remedies and taking care of my kids and stuff. And so we took a, a sick day, which turned into a sick weekend because... By the end of that day, I did not have hand, foot, and mouth, but I picked up some other horrible, horrible cold where all I wanted to do was lay on the couch and uh, wrap myself in blankets because I had the chills and the worst sinus infection I've ever experienced. Not to bore you with these, you know, these details, but that night uh, I slept on the couch, you know, out in the living room by myself, and uh, I had a weird experience. I didn't remember it until. Uh, let me let me backtrack. It was it was brief, but it was the middle of the night, and the door. I have a sliding door that looks all over my deck, and I got up, and I walked over to the door, and I went to close it, and lock it because you know I don't want the cold air coming in on me anymore. And I remember being shoved really hard to my left into the slider, and feeling like I had been so drunk that I couldn't stand up straight it was I was my head was spinning I was wobbly and shortly after that I woke up back on the couch and I, I recalled that experience and I looked over 
the door was the way it was before I went to sleep. It wasn't closed. The screen door was still open. Nothing was out of place. I had no bruising on my shoulders. I didn't feel drunk. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, what had happened? Oh, and also the l- kitchen light how, had somehow turned itself on. Which, you know, in full disclosure, that does happen from time to time in my house. Um, but, I, you know, in my experience, when I have those sensations, that is an out-of-body experience in, in what I think that was. Um, I also think that there was some other type of encounter that I can't recall at this point. Um and that's just a gut feeling from having dealt with this stuff most of my life. But um, having done quite a bit of research on, on OBEs, having had spontaneous and a few controlled OBEs in, uh, in my life, I'm pretty sure that's what that was the other night. It was just a spontaneous uh, out-of-body state. But I think the reason why I felt so drunk and disoriented and unable to control myself was because I think there was an influence from something else kind of messing with me. And I don't know what that was and I don't know what happened after that. So, but it's definitely something that, you know, I put down in the dream journal and uh, maybe, you know, I'll have a memory sparked, you know, a few days, a few weeks, a few months down the line. Was it related to the Reiki? I, I don't know. A lot of times... Um, after you know a day or two after a Reiki session, you do open up a lot more. Uh, stuff starts to happen because everything kind of uh, the energies are a lot you know more freedom to kind of flow through you and connect to stuff. So uh, I, I think that was a, definitely a real event that out of body state. And again, I'm going to refer you back to to Bob Monroe's work that explains that if you're skeptical before you turn off the podcast. Uh, check it out. I'll have some links to his books in uh, the show notes at serviceofchange.com. They are well worth uh, your time. Even if you get the audio books, you know, just hearing them read is a, you know, it's, it's a great, it's a great listen. It's a great read no matter which way you go with it. But his work is very significant to the work that I do. So have you ever had a, an out of body experience? Um, you know, basically what happens is you leave your body and you can go kind of travel around anywhere, anytime, any place. You know, once you get a, enough control uh, over your, you know, I, I guess your uh, your inner body, your soul, your spirit, whatever you want to call it, um, and, and go on some pretty cool adventures. And, and I suspect that uh, a lot of these encounters, at least for me personally, that I've had that I talk about, if you've read uh, I Am Human and We Are Not Who We Think We Are, these beings that I've encountered, uh, I think, have been mostly in an out-of-body state. Um, you know, so that's just my understanding of things. A, a lot of the stuff I'm talking about in Food for the Archons uh, deals with, you know, these beings are in, you know, for us to perceive them, we need to have to alter our perception uh, or our, our state of consciousness, possibly into an out-of-body state, to to see where they're existing regularly and interacting with us, which is uh, part of the greater issues because we have closed off our ability to perceive these things, and some of us have closed off our ability to accept that this is even possible. But they are there, 
and let's assume that they're there and they have the ability to manipulate this electromagnetic field that we're constantly you know broadcasting and receiving well we don't know what they're putting in they could be influencing our behaviors our thoughts you know you think your thoughts like a, a broken record or a software that's just playing over and over and over and over and over again well i tend to believe that tends to be you know these rogue programs out there um, or these rogue low-level entities out there that are are bringing us down, which ties into the state of chaos that we're seeing in this world. And, and I've done several shows explaining this in, in greater detail. I, you know, I refer you, uh, you know, to the Trump effect is a big one that that covers this and uh, ties into social coherence uh, as well. So check them out uh, and how the field is being manipulated. But my main goal on this show tonight was to just share that personal experience I've had with the OBE and, uh, you know, and the Reiki session. If you'd like to know more, please definitely hit me up at serviceofchange.com. Or if you'd like to be a guest on the show as well, I'm always looking for people to share their own experiences. Hopefully they're, uh, you know, uh, more exciting than mine. Um, you know, I just love to hear what you guys are dealing with, what you're going through. Uh, and again, to make these conversations more common, because I think they need to be had because this I think is where we're going to find the real change we are so focused on terrorism and on politics but there's other tools at our disposal that we can use to better our situation and we're not even giving them the attention that they need so uh, and, and that I'll refer you back to my show on the Maharishi effect check that one out as well uh, and that'll talk about the power of meditation to influence acts of terrorism and violence and to reduce them and bring about peace so check that stuff out lots of good stuff uh, again thank you so much for uh, taking the time to listen to the show I'm going to ask that you know you hit that like button you hit that comment button and most importantly hit that share button for me please uh, it really helps to, to promote the show if you think there's good stuff if you enjoyed the content on it that's really I, I could really use your help uh, in doing that because my marketing budget as of right now is pretty much zero to try and promote it so I'm asking my listeners to please help out just by hitting that share button um, you know, don't forget to subscribe through iTunes, SoundCloud, and uh, on YouTube. And uh, most importantly, get the Seeker newsletter each week. Go to servicechange.com and you can sign up for it right there. And you'll get the updates sent right to your inbox uh, you know, as each show comes out. And there's also a lot of extras going out there for you. So, all right, I'm rambling right now. I'm exhausted. It's been a long day. It's been a long week. So that is all the time I have for this show. I'm Dennis Nappy II with Service of Change. This has been the Seeker Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Remember that small changes among the masses can have a massive impact around the world. I encourage you to be that change. Never stop questioning and keep an open mind. Thank you.
Truth Seekers.